Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jacek Siwko and I'm your host in a delicious podcast. This is episode number nine. If you are interested in hearing more like previous episodes, just simply go to deliciouspresets.com slash blog and you will find all the episodes out there. Also, the podcast is available on Stitcher and iTunes. Let's jump into the today's subject, which is SEO for dummies. And by dummies, I mean photographers. And of course, I'm not suggesting that every photographer is a SEO dummy person, but most of us photographers doesn't get what SEO stands for. From my perspective, SEO isn't a rocket science. I used to think it's so complicated because I've been listening to some experts explaining it in a very weird way. And maybe it was a way to discourage me from understanding SEO. I don't know. And I'm not saying anything bad about those people. Maybe they are not good teachers. But for me, it's all about simplicity. And this is not a tutorial or any course, but it's simply like a talk about SEO just to introduce you to the subject and just to make you realize that it's maybe it's not so complicated. So let me start by asking you, how does the Google think? What do you think? It's just a Another website in the internet, right? It's just like we have more than billion websites in the internet and Google is just simply one of them. I think it's uh, maybe one of two most powerful websites, but it's simply still, you know, the website. So it's trying to get the customer satisfaction from its services. And that's why Google is following you everywhere. Actually, if you are using Google, let's say you are typing the phrase wedding photography tips or tricks, I don't know how you're going to call it. Then Google is checking, you know, how is your reaction for the results you're seeing in a browser? And let's say you don't like the result number one or two, but you simply fell in love with the third results in Google and you spent some time like four minutes or three minutes and the Google is counting, you know, how many time you just spent on this website. Did you click another link on this website or not? And it's simply trying to be better with every search. And I don't know if you get this. Google is trying to be better with every search, not with every day. It's just simply getting better and better and more intelligent with every second. So if you would like to go up in a Google search results, just simply log into your WordPress page and try to analyze the stuff you have there, you know, because if it's boring and it's giving no value to the people, it will no go up, you know, and of course it's a very difficult way if you don't have any incoming links from other websites. We'll talk about it later, but let's start by analyzing your own website for a start. Check if you got maybe broken links within your blog post or just simply have misspelling in your articles. I think it's so simple, you know, because with every adjustment you do on your blog post or your whole page, Google sees everything because ambassadors of Google, let's say it's a bot, it's a robot who is reading the internet for Google, is visiting your website, just simply checking, did you do any adjustments from the last visit or not? And imagine there are billions, as I said, websites and actually most of them were left alone for a lot of time. So if you are just doing some small adjustments every week, you will go up you know, for sure. And I just said that the broken links are very important. And what I'm meaning by that is that maybe you were suggesting some 
flower company let's say you shoot some wedding two years ago and there was a lady who were delivering flowers for the wedding and right now she's out of the business and the url she was using was bought for some crazy company who is doing seo for casino or just drugstore and they use this url so before they did that you had the broken link the seo masters are realizing that oh yeah there is some opportunities we can use because the flower company went bankrupt and the url is available and it still got some maybe let's say 100 links from people and we can use this power in positioning our web store and the people are seriously doing this so from time to time you need to check your website for broken links because otherwise you will be recommending bad guys in the internet and i had this before in my own websites because i was checking the last I don't know, 20 posts I did on my blog and I realized, oh my God, I'm recommending some online casino, you know, and it was giving me bad points to Google results. So be careful with this stuff. Internet is changing with every day. So be careful with this and you got some tools to check your broken links. And I think there is Chrome extension, broken links checker or something like that. Maybe I'll give you a link in a podcast notes so you can find it. And imagine the website is a garden and you are a gardener. So if you are, you know, careful and you weed out the bad plants, the websites will grow and grow. And the Google is like a boss of gardeners and simply giving you the more juice when you are putting some care with your website. So make sure to do some adjustments every day. And as I said, linking is very important and both of this inside and outside. And first you need to do is just simply make some links within your blog post. Let's say you are posting engagement shot and for sure you had blog posts around the subject inside your blog. So maybe if you shooting wintertime engagement session, just simply check if you had this before on your website or maybe you shoot wedding for the couple that the engagement session is already on the blog. So maybe you can recommend that this couple was showcased on my blog before and here's a link. Of course, you can use keyword like engagement session of someone and someone you know within the link and it's called anchor text but be careful with the anchor text because if you are simply using the same anchor text all over again on every blog post you do like let's say you are using engagement session as an anchor text every time just simply warning signal for google that someone is trying to spam you know to make a spam just simply you know do as human do you know because we as a human we don't do the same thing all over again let's say if i'm recording this podcast for a fifth time or sixth time i would say not exactly the same things you know because i'm a human being at least if you're trying to believe this yeah so be careful with the anchor text just use the variety of anchor texts when you're linking inside your web page or blog posts and as i said it's very important to link out of your website as well and be careful with this whenever you're giving a link to some web page it just need to be trusted by you because all the google seo thing is about trust you know, the trust you gain in Google for some time, like for two years, three years, or maybe more, just simply you can lose this in a very short period of time. I will give you an example. This is the story about my page. I got attacked by a hacker a few years ago, and I totally lost my Google position in one month, I guess. And I got a warning email 
from Google that if I'm doing wrong thing, I will never come back to Google search results. I had like step-by-step guidance from Google and I did those adjustments and came back to Google. You know, it's a very hard work if you lose the trust from Google, believe me. And that's why I'm not recommending to hire any like SEO agencies because they sometimes do some dirty tricks. And I had conversation with a wedding photographer from Poland, a colleague of mine. He was actually hiring those so-called experts and they, they ruined his position. And I got another story from another photographer who said, okay, I was paying to the agency and the results was good. And actually, when I stopped paying, they did some black hat SEO and I lost, you know, the whole thing within one or two months. So I would highly recommend you to work by yourself. The results will last for a longer period of time. As I said, linking outside is not giving you a bad thing. It's not like you are losing a power because the World Wide Web, it's all about linking to each other. You know, and for Google, if you are recommending good websites, you are showing that, okay, I'm not keeping all the juices for myself, but I'm simply trying to be helpful for other people. And it's just like a plus signal for Google. You know, this guy is recommending good websites. Let's give him, you know, more power in a Google search. And of course, linking from other pages is just simply like essential. By that, I'm recommending, you know, this thing I called content roadshow is a term I created for myself and for my purpose. And let's say I created a blog post about engagement session. I simply was trying to find some web pages or blogs, wedding blogs who would be interested in mentioning this article within their own articles. And I simply just emailed some people who were responsible for those blogs that, okay, I created this article about engagement shot and why is it important, blah, blah, blah. And I offered their blog another article, maybe around the same subject, but I was just simply asking, okay, can I use this article and place the link to my article as well? And actually you might be surprised, but a few blogs said, yeah, man, if you can create some articles around this subject, you can do whatever you want with this article and you can place your link anywhere with any anchor text you like. So I was like, okay, that's great. And I created maybe 15 articles around the same subject. And actually I was using part of my article, which was seriously very, very long and actually rewriting it and just giving this for free for wedding blogs. And imagine that you are running a wedding blog or something to some page to inspire some brides, then you need the content in every day or every week you need the new content. So if someone is asking you, all right, I'll write you an article. Can I place a link inside this article? And you will probably say yes, because it's simple. It works this way. And I think it's not about the content in the internet because you can create amazing content, but no one will notice for start. It's all about advertising this content. Let's say you're writing as me, the article the guest blog post and publish it on a few pages and then you'll show in Google like okay this is an expert within this genre you know and it's all about promotion right now also it's also important not to think about the content but about the context and by that I'm saying the thing I was telling you like in a minute ago because if you are publishing the articles on pages who are related to the subject you are doing, like I'm a wedding photographer and when I'm publishing on pages about photography or pages about weddings, 
It's just simply all related to the genre I'm doing. Imagine if I'm publishing in an international newspaper, which is, I don't know, maybe getting a ton of traffic, but it's simply, it's not my genre. It won't be that much powerful in Google eyes to have the link from this big website, big newspaper, than from smaller wedding blog, who is just simply orientated to write some stuff about weddings and maybe on other websites which are publishing some articles about photography. So be careful when you're choosing the the website you're submitting to. Just simply choose the genre you're doing and you'll be fine. I don't know if I mentioned the Google Webmaster Tools, which is Google Search Console right now. And this is a very powerful tool that you can use for analyzing your own websites. And when I'm logging to Google Search Console, just simply I can check which pages are behaving best in a Google search. So let's say I got some articles around engagement subject, and this is generating me a thousand visits every month. Google Search Console is showing me the articles which are best on my website. And every time I'm creating a new article, maybe it's about engagement or any other subject, I can use the best performing website, I mean, best performing article as a source of traffic or source of Google juice for the new articles. And I don't know if you still over there, if you know what I'm saying, but I'm checking which web pages are behaving best in Google and then going to edit those pages and I'm adding a link within this article or page to the new article I'm publishing this week, let's say. Yeah, so just simply using this technique will help you to improve your new blog post performance. Another advice I would give you is to stop cheating on Google because as I said, the Google is getting smarter and smarter every week. It's all about gaining trust from Google users. And let's say you are posting some pictures of wedding shoes and you use the keywords like wedding shoes in the alt section while uploading this image into your blog post. And of course you can use the keyword like wedding shoes.jpg before you even uploading this to internet, but I'm highly recommend you to use the alt section while uploading and just simply be truthful. You know, if you have the picture with the wedding shoes, just simply put the wedding shoes not some stuff about the, I don't know, first look or wedding dress, stuff like that. Because imagine you are a user of Google, yeah? If you are a soldier and you are trying to find the best tank and okay, you put the tank in the Google image search and you see wedding flowers. Are you going to click the wedding flowers? No, you are going to click the pictures which are showcasing you some great tanks over there. So remember that Google is learning every day from the user's experience and just simply be truthful. If you can create some web page saying that you are a wedding photographer from London, right? And you are not showing any pictures from London's weddings or whatever, you can cheat on Google for some time, but later on they will find out because, you know, people are clicking on the page from the Google search results and seeing, oh my God, this is crap. You know, this is not even London. It's showing, I don't know, Warsaw or showing Paris. You know, I'm not going to hire this person. I'm just simply leaving this page and you will go down. And I know a lot of photographers who are 
simply putting a lot of pages like London wedding photographer, Rome wedding photographer, Paris wedding photographer, and just simply trying to cheat on Google with that. But it's simply the best way to get the penalty from Google for duplicate content. Because from Google's perspective, it's not important that it's Rome or, or London or, or something, whatever. It's simply the same stuff all over again. If you are trying to generate a traffic by you know being high on some competitive keywords like london wedding photographer just simply i don't know make a blog post or create an article around this subject but it's not the best idea to just simply create one type of article and just simply use the london and then put keywords like paris in the same content you know from my perspective it's best if you go to london of course and you will find some venue and then create some article about it. So the thing is to go local, go with the long tail keywords. It's just simply long tail means that it's not the wedding photographer London, but let's say London wedding and the venue. Yeah, it's going to be like a longer keyword, but it simply will go into the right direction because people will look for some recommendations of venues or maybe they want to see how the venue looks like if you got some articles like that if you visited this venue before you can use the images you created and you can start doing some articles around this subject and showing that you are expert in this genre and if people like your images if people like the way you write the stuff around the subject it will the first way to open their heart and maybe they will hire you Okay, so the last thing, do you know this Pareto principle, which means 20-80%? I think it's not working with SEO. It's a 80-20 rule that just the 20 pages would generate 80% of the traffic you get. It's even better than this because I was analyzing Google search console for my wife's wedding blog and I simply created some articles. Let's say I created 10 articles and those articles are generating half of the traffic she's getting from Google, like with every month. So let's say 40,000 clicks she's getting from Google in every month. And the first, I mean, 10 best performing articles are generating 20,000 clicks, right? And if you dig deeper in this subject, the first article is generating around 6,000 clicks per month. So if you get old stuff, you can simply open and edit it and trying to adjust it. Maybe it's like outdated so you can put some new stuff in this and you will get more and more traffic with every month. I hope it was inspiring for starters. It's just not uh, as I said, it's not a course of SEO, but simply I would like to introduce the subject to you. Maybe I'll record some podcasts explaining some more about the SEO genre. And I hope it will help you to start working on your SEO. First of all, I would recommend you to read some books from copywriting experts, because I believe this is the most important factor. Because if you already get the click from Google, then it's all about attracting this visitor to stay longer on your web page and let's say someone trying to find some wedding photography podcast and he found this article and he stayed because i don't know i used some tricks in the description and i hope you will use those same tricks on your wedding blogs or wedding pages or photography pages whatever just let me know if you like this episode and we'll see each other next time Thank you for your attention. Have fun with your SEO practice. 
Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please leave a comment on our Delicious Podcast Facebook group and let us know what you think. Also, if you have any friends that are photographers, share the link to the podcast with them. Our goal is to build big community of open-minded photographers and to deliver as much knowledge and value as we simply can. So when you share this content with your friends, you can make huge impact in our delicious mission. Thank you.